0: my,
1: oh wait, what?
0: All my children uh, can eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, making up my own stuff. I mean, exactly, <laughs> I you doing like other books after this long? Making up my own stuff. That's just a, a summer of 2020 right there. Absolutely, we just make
1: it up as we go along.
0: Yep. Welcome to the show. My name is Chuck, and that is Zig. <sighs> We want to welcome you to another episode of the Sabbath Morning Show. What episode is this? This is it
1: don't matter what episode it is. It's, I think it's twenty one,
0: which, which is appropriate. Which appropriate. Exactly. Right. Twenty
1: one for the twenty one. Exactly. And um, yeah, this this is just
0: a, really the wrap up. The wrap up. The Sorry wrap My skills on the show to do it properly, but we will do our best to wrap up this year's events. Absolutely. From As, COVID and, and to, condense to it. Exactly, to the elections, social injustice, everything in between. We're, as always, two Christian brothers trying to make sense of it all. But to kick it off, for now, hit us with a prayer. Oh, Lord,
1: we thank you for bringing us through. And uh, we thank you for the road ahead that has already been paid for us. Amen.
0: Amen to that. Yeah. Uh,
1: we made it. Mm-hmm. We survive. The enemy came in to take our life. Man, I'm telling you, bro. That's, uh, maybe that should be the
0: song of the year. Right, we made it. So we made it. We made it. I'm a
1: survivor.
0: <laughs> that's right. All of them should should be the hits for 2021, man. It's crazy. Listen, I when
1: I when I think about my life
0: hmm. and
1: all I've been through. <laughs>
0: 2020 is definitely the longest year. 2020. Out of here, out of here, gone. Exactly. It's a, it's a word here, but before it's gone, we got to take you through it one last time, just in case you forgot. Right. But you know what?
1: There's a theme to all this, right? Theme, that's At least right. the theme that we've been trying to present is uh-huh. despite all the bad news, you should not fear the bad news. That's right. And that's what we want. So, so uh, and speaking with that, we want to start off with some good news. Mm-hmm. Right, we had a um, we had our first giveaway, woo woo, and we had some we had some people win.
0: Yeah, we had
1: uh, So our winners for the the gift, mm-hmm. which is the gift, right, 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 right. Little, Double double on there mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is Michelle Simmons. So we, congratulations, woo. Michelle Simmons. You, are the proud recipient of the gift, our gift to you um, for, for kicking it with us and for knowing the motto.
0: That's right, man. She was a tr- tried and true listener. She definitely <laughs> is always uh, here for the show, so we appreciate her uh, taking the time out every Sabbath to come kick uh, it with
1: Absolutely. And then uh shout out to, uh, to my homie Marlena King, Woo-woo. who is the winner of the Five Love Languages book you know yes sir
0: congrats literally
1: and so you know you know i'm part of some other group um and even in that group like we was talking about like how to uplift people and Mm -hmm. you know like listen if you don't read no other book besides the bible you you gotta read that
0: i know five love languages because it helps uh you to understand not just other people but yourself you're like oh this is how i like to be loved oh (laughs) wait a
1: minute this is who I am. Mm-hmm. You you are you are reintroduced to yourself and then in and in turn are able to introduce yourself to other people.
0: That's right. So congratulations to those winners. We will be in contact with you to get you those things. Please know we cannot control the post office. So uh
1: Absolutely. They on their own thing right now. Yeah. They kind of got defunded, so well uh you know that was is- all 2020 doing what 2020 did.
0: <laughs> I think the post office <laughs> new slogan is, it may not come when you want it, but it won't be on time
1: <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I was like, good agree. They did a whole news story. It was like, they had wall-to-wall packages. So hopefully, whatever you got, um, we actually had, an, I had an employee who was giving out like these Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, I ordered them. I don't know what the deal is. I was like, oh, like, which post office did it go through? Does it show you? She was like, "Yeah, it stopped it at this one." I was like, "Oh. They, they already report that on news. You got two week wait."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, man. It's uh I went to the post office the other day and he was like, "Don't even send nothing priority." He was like, "They all just sitting there." He was like, exactly. "You better off to send that first class at best." Like, "Wow." Which is yeah, that's that's, you know, I don't know, man. Like is I and I think that kind of
1: goes into um our, our wrap up thing too. Right. How, how what we caused were. all of this? What, what was the reason? what happened? What happened? What let's really? let look happen? back. Hmm. Let's, let's look back. So you know we got off to a rough start. Yeah, we did. Um, it, and um, we got off to a rough start, mostly because it was like you know, it was Kobe and Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle, yeah, uh, two tragic deaths, right? Um, you know, and the the I didn't. I'm gonna be honest, I never really listened to Nipsey Hussle like that.
0: I wasn't a fan, but I knew he was doing um, unique things in the community. Yeah, but he that, was definitely working in the community. Yeah, and that's what kind of caught my attention. I never really yeah. took music, but I had seen his interviews and that type of thing, and that's what yeah, kind of yeah. piqued my interest. But yeah, he he was uh, he was you know killed, and then like I said, Kobe, and that's when things just started. Like, I am? like the
1: planes started to go down at that point
0: yeah man. That, was, that was
1: around the time
0: that we started hearing about
1: covid um yeah and
0: even for me like before that right about that same time my aunt passed mm. it was like it just started going downhill like yeah exactly. like
1: first yeah because um I think it around it so like first week of january my brother came uh to town because his father died mm. and so it was like I was planning to go to vegas that first week and now we was just now starting to hear about COVID.
0: Right. And no. I was like, man, I
1: don't know, man, because I was talking about going to CES and he had a ticket for me and everything. Like, let me know if you want to go because um, he lives out there and gets passes for his job.
0: hmm. And so I was like, yeah. And then I was hearing about COVID. And I was like,
1: I don't know, man.
0: Like, yeah, man. COVID had just it was just something that was happening in China. And then we got our first case like sometime in January.
1: And so I was like, I don't know if I want to be, be riding out there like that. But then
0: right. u- ultimately I couldn't go because
1: he ended up coming here. Mm. Um, and, you know, we had a funeral for his father. And so, yeah, like, like that was, you know, uh, for those that don't know, CES is like the first week, of like first full week of January. Right. Right. Right after the holiday.
0: I know yeah. you normally go. Yeah. It's um, the consumer electronics show, biggest trade show in, in, in the country. And, and like eh. yeah man and it's uh i mean even looking for t- this toward 2021 this year they are basically doing a virtual one um because of covid which yep. what kicked out which is what this year was already starting on rocket they like said we had all these kind of tragedies personal and you know nationally you know we're mourning these uh, different celebrities that made an impact in our lives and then Everything literally changed, right? It sounds like a movie. Everything changed, yeah, and it did. We had this pandemic, which is crazy, right? Because when's the last time we really heard a pandemic used like uh-huh. in modern times, right? So uh-huh. it's like
1: I mean, people people used to used to be like, oh, you know, even when the Ebola, we had that one case. Exactly. Remember, there was one nurse who had Ebola, um, who like, and they shut down like everything around her, like. There was no right. movement, no nothing, and were, like the whole country was just watching this one lady, thinking like, "Oh, it's about to get out." Um, we had the the swine flu, we had the 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 bird flu,
0: right? Um, i was saying, in modern times we haven't had anything recently. right? I think, nothing, nothing that was like period, yeah, yeah nothing. polio, right? I think that was like kind of the last major where it was like kind of this national, you know, major impact, and and Bill Gates with that. <laughs> right. COVID, COVID, COVID. So yeah, so
1: now, now here we are, you know, we was back in January. um, We was hearing about it. Um, Even the first case wasn't really reported um, like that. And then come February, like the news was really like, hey, what's going on? Um, And, you know, we went from this is going to blow over we only have so many cases. It's just like the flu. To here we are, like 20 million cases later, just in the U.S. alone.
0: 20 million cases. That's crazy. So yeah, leave in the comments out how COVID has you know affected you. I know for me, um, for, it affected me in multiple ways from uh, work. I mean, I, I'm pretty God, I still had a job. People who who didn't, but even from a work point of view, there was new procedures put into work. And I'm sure some of you guys face the same thing where there's temperature scans. I mean, there's even, you know, there was temperature scans when church was open. So I know everybody has been affected by this. It's not, and that's the the crazy thing. This very negative thing affected and impacted us all. Like it wasn't unique to some group of people. It was everybody was impacted by this pandemic.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, we had, I mean, just, just a rundown for COVID, right? You got 20 million people who have been infected. You got, mm-hmm. um, over 350,000 people have died. Um, 10 million people recovered.
0: Yes. Um, a, a, a silver lining.
1: <laughs> um, but we had mass mandates, social distancing, the economy shut down, oh, and you know, and then you know, you had church closures and school clients, closures, school closures, and you know, everybody's life has just been upended, you know. And so, um, you know, I know we 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 I think for us, we've been harping on the the impact to the church. Mm-hmm. Is that you know, I, I truly, 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 truly believe that when tragedy happens, um, God presents Himself. Right. And there's a, uh, there's an opportunity in a moment where God can still have the victory and there's a testimony to be told. And so, um, and any, and, and in that moment too, right. Cause in our weakness, you know, that's when he, he is like presented as the strong, strong, right, right. And so, you know, the opportunity that was given to us was to prove, you know, the building is not really what, what, what God has called
0: us to do. Right. Right. And the building is not an essential employee for the church. <laughs> right.
1: And, and which is interesting, right? Cause that's what we saw like the string of people who were like, you know, the church is essential. We have to keep it open. And it was like, but I thought you was the church. I thought you was the one that was supposed to be doing the work, not the building. And even when you think about it, cons- cons- contextually, um, like to be a Christian, um, to be a follower of Christ, mm-hmm. like, there's action that takes place. And, and I mean, and I mean, just to be honest about it, like most people go to church and just sit there.
0: Yeah. And it becomes a spectator sport. So that being said, there shouldn't have been such a big uh, pushback to spectate from your home computer, I, your home TV. I,
1: I absolutely. Cause <laughs> you was just watching anyway. Right. Right. And and a lot of times it's just a bunch
0: of reruns. <laughs> <laughs> like how many times you've been in church? You'd be like, "Hey,
1: have I heard this sermon before?"
0: Yeah, and you know that's been the thing though is that, like you said, because of this situation, there have been these uh, it has pushed the church to do something different. And I think there's been some good examples, you know, of that. I mean, even you know for for our church, you know, our little small church in Pontiac we were able to turn and create our online ministry and create a much stronger presence than what we had before. Mm-hmm. Um, you had uh, ADRA, the our community service arm within the church. They were a lot more active because of COVID, doing things for people um, to help them recover and to bring aid to them both domestically and internationally. So I, I think there, there's been a, a definite kind of pivot to within at least some places you know, within the church, of course, there were those that didn't, but mm-hmm. I think in Mexico, they had a big revival that was, uh, um, all virtual and they baptized thousands of people, you know, to be there.
1: Yeah, that's, that's definitely what's up. I think we, we definitely learned a lot, which is interesting too, because we, I mean, I think a lot of people used to get on like the televangelists who already had like the game plan, um, set but again it typically wasn't i feel like it was the same thing right like even mm-hmm. for televangelists like they were still doing almost like the four walls model
0: yeah and like i said it took some creativity and i just got the exact number of six thousand um, nearly six thousand that were uh That's dope. rescue 316 which was, uh, the you know, focus on John 3.16 in, in, in Mexico. But it's like you said, the people who are able, it's almost like what happened to businesses. The businesses mm-hmm. are able to adapt, are able to, you know, kind of thrive. And I think, like I said, this situation was presented and I think God was allowed to not be in this box anymore. Of course, we can have worship in a church. But I think mm-hmm. this gave us, the, this allowed us to see, there are a lot of other creative ways to, to minister to people and still get baptisms, minister to people, still um, deliver food to people, mm. still check on people through Zoom and through phone calls. A lot of those different visit visitations, doing drive-bys and, and honks, although it's not you know exactly face-to-face, we're, we're still able to, yeah. to do that. And I think that's part, the flip side to the story of COVID is it gave us the opportunity to Show what the church can do.
1: It's relevant, right? And I think, um, and in some cases, uh, and like I know we looked at a, a, some statistics over the over this last year. Um, one about witnessing, and mm-hmm. then even just the the church growth in general. Like the church has not been growing. Um, mm-hmm. And when we talk about church, we're talking about the Christian church. Yeah. Um, and so it hasn't necessarily been growing, and so i'll be I'll be curious to see what that growth model looks like when they get it all together. like, did the church grow this year? which is I mean, I'm thinking maybe, right not and I, and normally, for most churches, their growth really is based on taking uh doing like cherry picking. Right. So right. I'm, I'm gonna take you from this church and put you in this church. But we're talking about like overall like actual non-believer, non-believer nope. to Christian. Yeah, not, yeah. not not Adventist to Baptist, not Baptist to Pentecostal, like right. non-believer right. to Christian. And you know, um, I'm happy to say like I know one person who was a non-believer um who converted to Christianity um and gave her life and brought her daughter into the church this year. So so, I mean, there's I, I do think that, um, you know, we have an opportunity, you know, and God, you know, through this tragedy showed us like, hey, there's, you know, that building, you know, don't worry about that. Like, right. You know, right. You know if, if, if they will, if he will, if the rocks will cry out
0: then for sure he can do a little something with that. Absolutely, then he
1: can do <laughs> something with you, right? He can do something with you. He can do something with these cameras and these lights and all this other stuff. So um, my question to, you know, for y'all in the comments, uh, let us know what what is it that you saw that was different? Like, how did your church adapt? Um, mm-hmm. And not only that, but moving forward in 21, what, what are some things that you'd like to see your church do? Uh, I know yeah. me personally, I'd like to see us move towards more of a teaching model um, to where, and I think that's one of the things that was missing from church in general, like the, the teaching aspect of it to show people, here's what you should do in the community
0: mm-hmm. so, that,
1: so that we could see more of that. What about you? Anything yeah, you are, you're looking forward to you wanna see?
0: So for me, what do I wanna say? I think, I think what I wanna see is more, Mm-hmm. I'm trying to phrase it the most, the best way. Nah, but... bro, say it, say it. Say it.
1: Remember, we not sanctioned by
0: the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't a conference kind responsive entity, but. But um... nah, you, you need
1: to just uh, tell the truth. Shame them.
0: Um, I think I would like to see more uh, us more involved with the. With those who, who, who have grieved, I mean, I had a very really big tragedy happen to me this year, and it definitely brought more of my attention to that side of things. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. um, we tend to give some kind of generic scriptures and try to send people on their way. But Lots of prayers. Lots of prayers. prayers. Lots of that. But um, I think especially with with COVID and just with people's lives, like I said, I had something happen that had nothing really to do with COVID. It just that that was just happened during COVID. And I mean, there's other people that have experienced similar things. And I would like to see more, maybe education, effort, support, etc, related to uh, grief, uh, ministry, yeah. I'll call it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, and I think a lot of times, churches don't really invest in just in general invest in the people that they have at their church that can do certain things mm-hmm. um i mean like you know having like a church directory or not necessarily directory because you don't want to put people out there but at least some mechanism to where there's a there's a feedback loop like hey this thing happened all right thoughts and prayers but then like the the loop seems to stop right there and it needs to come back to that person um but while it comes back to that person needs to go through like some professional, right? So if I'm having like issues with electricity in my lights, like if I'm talking to somebody at church, it's like, oh yeah, you know what? Let's pray about that. But by, by the way, I'm going to talk to brother such and such who's an electrician and we'll see if we can get you squared away. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get a free service, but at least they can point you in the right direction of like, hey, you know, um, I think about like the disciples. Was it Paul? And he's like, I don't have no money, but this is what I do that. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and I think, again, I think this... this, I would definitely... I agree with you 100% on that. I definitely would like to see that.
0: So, yeah, um, let me in the comments below what you would like to see more of um, now that we've seen what God can do, given even a pandemic. Pandemic so can't, can't stop. Won't stop. Exactly.
1: Can't stop. Won't stop. Won't stop. Uh-uh,
0: uh-uh.
1: Uh-uh. And then he is God, sovereign God exactly of, of all. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, and even even during the pandemic and so as we transition to the next one um we were still seeing violence against uh people right, right. um because i know i know you pulled up the numbers you know it, it's not just um black people out here being uh assaulted by police um you know american citizens right um mm-hmm. are, are being assaulted by police um i saw a story about one guy who's a caucasian brother um And man, like it was a setup. Um, And like, he had one cop giving him one instruction, another cop giving him another instruction. And he he just didn't know what to do. And if, if, um, I don't know if you've ever been pulled over by a police officer Mm -hmm. or like interacted with a cop in Mm -hmm. such a way where they'd be like, hey, you seem kind of nervous. Like you got a gun. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. Like this, I don't know why, like how is that like a, a, like a concept that these people just don't understand. <laughs> like, like you well, like, you seem kind of nervous, sir. It's like yeah, it maybe. Kind of- oh, yeah, right, right. Maybe I wouldn't be if you didn't have your hand on a weapon that could take my life.
0: Yeah, and like I said, it's you would think with COVID that that would have slowed down. Unfortunately, it did.
1: Nope, and it did. No, so even during the pandemic, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey. Um, and and many other men like lost their lives to stories that we're all too familiar with Um, and I think the significance of it I think if this would have happened in 2019 I think it would have been business as usual I think they would have tried to play him as a criminal um, and that would have been the prevailing story dealing with it Um, and it wouldn't have been as impactful as it was and Mm -hmm. it's not to like and i i you know when people i know um your girl candace owens was like no we're not gonna make a martyr out of him not him it was like we didn't make a martyr out of him
0: right the police made a martyr out of him they they chose (laughs) to, to do that and and that's the thing too you know for her to say that it shows the lack of to me at least it shows the lack of Christianity in that statement, the lack of love because the, that, and to me, that's the trigger for all of it is that we don't Mm -hmm. see each other in the image of God. We're like, Oh, this person does this, this, and this, and they're, they're less than, so it doesn't matter what happens to them. And I know there's, you know, definitely, you know, some terrible people out there, but as long as there's breath, right, there's hope, there's a chance for redemption. Absolutely. And I, I think that, Complexity of the human experience creates these situations where we tend to, instead of looking for ways to uplift people, we look for ways to downgrade them so that mm-hmm. we're able to do them any type of way. Because if I don't see you as my brother in Christ, yeah. then I can do whatever to you. And, and I don't um, know if you, that's what's happening over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if you saw like the, um, like during that time there was a lot of positive stuff happening in the black community. Um, black Twitter was was both protesting, educating, and like uplifting people. And there was like this little campaign that went around. It was like, I'm a black man. I don't tear down other black men. And like, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like this thing to promote like, hey, um, some positivity out here. Um, and I think the significance really of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery happening this year um, was that there was a captive audience.
0: Right. Nobody had
1: nothing to do. Everybody was home. Yeah. And care. so right. and so the people who normally don't have to care, and, and part of that is privilege, right? Like, I don't I don't have to pay attention to that stuff. It doesn't affect me. But now that I'm at home, I ain't got nothing to do. And everybody's on their devices, like, all day long. And it's like, it was everywhere. And you couldn't ignore it. And you couldn't evade it. And all of a sudden, you got these people who are speaking out to say, like, oh, my God, is this... Is this what what happens to black people? Like, like
0: Yes, yes. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like that.
1: All those consent decrees that Obama put in place. Like, this is why they did that. Um, and mm-hmm. so I think it's it's super interesting that um, I almost kicked the camera. Off. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's super, like. Um, I think it's super interesting, um, and pr- I think. 2020 is going to be a year that will be studied for years.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is so multifaceted. And even with this social injustice, I think, again, kind of going back to the church, this terrible situation, just like the terrible situation of COVID, you had this additional terrible situation of social injustice allowed the church to have the opportunity to be vocal. And people were were ready to listen to see what the church was going to say. And I think there were great examples of the churches being active, being advocates, being supportive, being educational, having conversations. But unfortunately, I think there was other times where we maybe didn't do as well of a job to really uh, speak out. Thoughts and prayers. Lots of thoughts and prayers, but I think (laughs) the allowing the conversations to happen, allowing the discussions and the support were. I don't, you know, you may like gospel and I like contemporary. That doesn't mean I need to be racist towards you in the church, right? <laughs> I mean, and, and I, that's a very dumb example, but those are the things that separate us because, you know, because of the cultural backgrounds between the two cultures of, I would say, white Americans and black Americans, um, just in a very simplistic way. And, I think seeing this these social injustices happening, I think stirred the conversation for people to say, oh, maybe it isn't exactly how I thought it was. Right. Maybe there's more to this racial injustice within America. Right.
1: And I mean, and I think part of, you know, one of the um I mean, even what you said before about like just criminal justice system and how we see people and not seeing us as, you know, in the image of Christ. Um not looking at people that way like i think you know 2020 was a huge mirror to the church mm-hmm. like like look you know like yeah like we're all sinners but you have done something significant to these people um and, right. and it kind of yeah. put like that whole system um on on kind of alert like you know and then at, also for the police Right. So you got these two competing systems uh, where it's kind of like and, and you're in people's minds. is like the police are supposed to do this. Right. The police are not right. supposed to be the criminals. Exactly. They're supposed to stop the criminals. And so like I'm not you know, there were a couple of things that happened to Detroit. And I was just kind of like, you know, low key, I'm not, I'm not going to protest that. <laughs> right. But, you know, because it's like you can't, you can't you can't I can't be upset with a police officer who engages with someone, um, and they're shooting at the, at the cop, right?
0: Right. I think, I think that's different. Um, and I, I mean, people, it's a very stressful job and I don't think it should be just be taken lightly, but Um, I think it shouldn't be taken lightly. It shouldn't um, be just anybody out there doing it, but not everybody's willing to do it. So it kind of creates this imbalance a little bit. But at the same
1: time, for the people who are And that's what I think where I also kind of have an issue because for the people who want to do it, who are willing to do it, like invest in them. Right. So I shouldn't be able to take somebody's life after, you know, three months of training.
0: Right. Right. And that's the thing. There's not enough training. There's not enough education and there's not enough community. Again, the community part, like we were talking about the church, right? The church and the community engaging Police also have to do that. That's been my best interactions is when I interact with police that I knew, right? And I've only had a couple of situations where I needed like some type of help from them, but mostly it was always, oh, yeah, I know you. Oh, yeah, da, 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 Like it was just kind of conversational. They were going right. around. And, and, and this situation was on a college campus, so it was a little bit different. But the fact that they were familiar created a different vibe than just someone who came on campus to arrest people <laughs> versus someone like, who's like uh <laughs> right right versus someone who's like oh yeah I see him at the cafe I see him here and there same like,
1: same 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 right. only had um only I've only had one situation with with a police officer that was um kind of like how you like assume it should be mm-hmm. um and and that's because the officer well actually two of them because we had um shout out to um officer garrett i don't know if he's still a cop but i know he's an awesome photographer um (laughs) um, you know he he was the uh the officer that came to our church event um Mm -hmm. and again like that's the kind of stuff you want to see like go to the churches like they the churches your local church should know who your local police officers are
0: right and i think that's another you know opportunity that I think we can look back, you know, to 2020 and see, oh, this is another way for the church to engage and to minister to cops. Cause they, they also, <laughs> absolutely. There's a lot of
1: stuff that they go through. Right? right. And so like, even me, like as a veteran, you know, like, I think it's easier in, in a lot of cases to be a, a, a soldier in the army than it is to be a
0: cop on the street. Mm. Yeah. I I could definitely see that. So let, let us know in the comments kind of your thoughts on social injustice on both sides, of course, with the, the the uh injustices and the the victims, but like I said, also for for the cops. I mean, there's definitely there's this it's a complex topic, right? I mean it's very yeah. easy, like it's so much,
1: bro. And right. I think I think we um especially will continue to have these conversations with the mm-hmm. transitions of, of politics, right? Because politics came into all of this as well.
0: Yeah, man. Um, Politics definitely. This was something that was on both sides of, uh, if I can use that phrase. There were there's politicians on both sides sides, (laughs) (laughs) that that were talking about defund the police, and then others that were talking about blue lives matter. So, like I said, it got infused to which is whack. Which is whack.
1: Yeah. If you if you a blue lives matter person, I like to talk. I mean, I would like to talk. Like I actually can, and I think I think appropriate discourse is something that is missing from our society, right? So. I want to talk with people who I disagree with. So I would be like, what are you talking? Like, so when I say like, what are they talking about? It don't make no sense to me. I'm not necessarily shutting the whole conversation down because I am completely against cancel culture. Right. Um, and I think there's appropriate ways to deal with things, but you know, what exactly do you mean? Because to be blue. <laughs> and it's like, uh, like it's one thing if you say I support the police. Right, right, but to be like "blue lives matter," um which is counter to the statement of "black lives matter." Oh, absolutely. And so, and so now you, yeah, and it's like, and it's intentional, right? Mm-hmm. To be like, you know, f your life, <laughs> we over here. <laughs> like, like what? Come on, man. Like, yeah, that's a whole other thing.
0: That's but right. um, I'm pretty. Right. But yeah, like <laughs> so the, the bringing back to the politics. Our, our transition, though. This year was the year of politics. Oh my goodness. It was such a long year of politics on so many levels. You can tell by my face, I'm still recovering from all the (laughs) elections. It ain't over. And they got runoff elections going on. It ain't over. This was the year of politics, ladies and gentlemen.
1: And it Uh, it then rolled over into 21. It ain't over, bro. You know that,
0: right? Yeah, it won't stop. We were supposed to have a very clear presidency announced. I thought November 6th it should be over, but apparently. Covid and other things had a different mind.
1: Nah, brother. I mean, I mean, and I just watched some clips um earlier today where he was saying, "Absolutely, we will, we will, we will honor the election results." And it was like clip after clip after clip of people from the GOP like, "Yes, we will accept the now like is elected, we will accept, we will accept." We. Will- it's like all you see was like clips of people saying it, and then here we are. What was it three months later?
0: Yeah, January first. January 6th. Three, three months later,
1: they still fighting um to, to overturn this joint. There I think just today, a judge threw out another um
0: case. Listen, down. you know Dad, when Pence was like, No. Like he just <laughs> said, like somebody he told the GOP he like, he was like, No, man, like it's done. Nah. But
1: but now they got this fight, they trying to take it to January 6th.
0: Yeah, and that's what he was telling. He was trying to discourage his own party, like like let it go, like. But, because
1: I, I think that I think, um, you know, politics, man, used to 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 politic meant to to parlay, right? Mm-hmm. It used right. to mean that, and now politics have has the term has shifted to mean, you know, to play games right. and to, playing games. And to yeah. get and to get what I want and forget what you want and what everybody else wants.
0: Or if I to get what I want, I gotta give you something, or it becomes this trade of yeah. whatever you know bartering system you're using at the time. It's like okay, I'm gonna do this, so I'm gonna do that, or in the opposite, you do this to you, then I have to do that to you, and it becomes like so, this, yeah. this game. So,
1: so what we had this year was we had crazy debates. <laughs> we had cra- wait before that we had crazy primaries.
0: We had super crazy primaries. Yes, we had crazy debates.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a reverse election fraud. <laughs>
0: Reverse election
1: It was like, like I'm I'm gonna call fraud on you while I'm committing some fraud. Which is crazy, right? It's like so you had people on in um who would who's against the GOP people who's against mail-in voting, which is what we've been doing
0: for forever. Um, they didn't want it this time. <laughs> they didn't want it this time, though. No.
1: Um, and then. They're talking about how, like, well, you can't trust this, and like, how does how the ballots get collected? And then California, they was collecting ballots. <laughs> they created their own ballot box.
0: it was yeah. like, listen, they're talking about computer systems not working and not being counted, but it, like you said, it just wouldn't end. I mean, all the way up until where <laughs> everyone became educated on how the yeah. president should is actually properly yeah. elected. Because on this
1: I, show, show we were reading laws. Yeah, right? about well, this is how it works, right? The right. law of eighteen eighty seven says <laughs> it's like, bro, like this is what we've 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 come to, um, and then you had on top of that you got reverse election stealing. Yeah, right. And I I don't I don't see any other way to call it that, right? Where it's kind of like you have how many recounts you gonna have in Georgia, bro?
0: The recount, the recount. Like we had
1: they had three. I don't know if you know they had three. And lost, one of them
0: yeah, I lost count.
1: Yeah, one of them was by hand. And they still talk about um their tweet today from the uh president said it was illegal and it's invalid.
0: Uh, I believe it, man. It's it's been such a it's been such a crazy discussion to the point even it got infused in the church. You got church churches talking about these elections yeah. and going you Yeah, Paul the White. Uh right. what the, was the other dude? Copeland? Was that Kenneth Copeland? Kenneth Copeland, laughing like the Joker, Paula White, summoning angels from Africa. You had all these these crazies and not even just with these, you know, I'll call call them celebrity preachers. You even with on a just on a personal level, you had people fighting, arguing like these people were, you know, part <laughs> of were basically next in line to, to be on the throne for for the kingdom of heaven <laughs> yeah, or something. I there. Know. Like, He's he's his anointed and y'all playing with him. It's like whoa, whoa relax. Right, we're, we're just saying that maybe he didn't win based on votes. That's <laughs> it's
1: like, and I think you know, I think even with that race, right, like this idea that your faith, um, and I think maybe that's what happened, right? People people shifted their faith from from God to a, a system, and then from a system to a person.
0: Well, people become so, I, you know, I liken the political discourse that happened within the church to how, in some cases, not everyone, of course, but in some cases, the Sabbath is for Adventists. Like, people were like, mm. Mm, you can't do this on the Sabbath, can't do that. Sabbath, Sabbath, Sabbath. And it's like, well, I mean, there's like nine other commandments plus just a whole Bible that's not just on the Sabbath. They're right on mm. Sabbath, supreme I mean, And I think that's what happened with the, the politics for, for some Christians. They're like, President comes against abortion and homosexuality and that's all that matters. And this is why he's God's anointed. And if you don't like him, then you're not a Christian and you're going to go to hell. And it's like, whoa, that's a big jump. Like, right. I just said that I was an independent voter. <laughs> like, people are just like, oh no, you're not with your bum party. That's the party of the kingdom. It's like, oh.
1: And how did that happen right and it's kind of like i i don't remember that and i mean even even to the point where it's almost like a a, a mirror of the church right because you have all these denominations yeah and it's kind of like all these things these titles um you know and none of it is of god right the only thing that should matter is you know do you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior um right and it's kind of like did he live did he die for your sins And will he come back? Like, yeah, I believe those things. Like, that's the thing that matters. But it's like, we've, we've, uh, you know, we have all these identities, right? I'm Black, I'm American, I'm a veteran, I'm a father, I'm a husband. Like, we have all these identities. But then on top of those identities, you know, um, we we also have these titles. I'm Democrat, I'm Republican, I'm Independent, I'm Pentecostal, I'm Adventist. I'm like... You know, and sometimes I think people confuse identities for titles and titles for identities.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I think that that ends up being an issue um, because th- those things aren't necessarily tangible. Right.
0: Right. Um, and I think it's, it's interesting because it, all those are important and, and then are part, you know, of, of our identity. And I think just like with these issues of abortion and homosexuality and you know um, um, the the Me Too movement and you know social injustice. I think all those are, you know, aspects of a person, and I think they're important. But it becomes what? Am, what? How is this affecting my relationship with God and then my relationship with fellow man? Am I by having this discourse with you, am I bringing you closer to God, or yeah. am I just, or am I actually pushing you away because of how I'm representing God? And you know, I don't think. In some cases, people don't, you know, take that into account. They're just very they become you become wanting. It's like what they say when marriage counseling, don't you it's not important to win the argument, right? it's like right? It's like you don't win, I won. And it's like, oh.
1: <laughs> But you lost the marriage.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you lost the person, you know, you <laughs> could have been the link in the chain to help them to Christ. And you're like, nah. But I convinced them that Trump is God's anointed. And it's like, okay.
1: But in the meantime, yeah. Look, 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 look what it cost you, and it's kind of like, how much is that win worth, right? And it's, I mean, even when we when we witness the people, right, uh, we have to think about what does that look like, right? Mm-hmm. Am I am I going to take this hammer of faith and beat you with it? Absolutely. <laughs> or, <laughs> right. Or 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 should should it be more like my my faith is presented to you in this bag of food because you ain't ate in. You know, and I think we definitely struggle with that as Christians, man. Yeah. And and this, you know, because again, like Jesus said it himself, right? I get two commandments. Right. Right. I, I give you right. Love God and love, love, love your neighbor.
0: Right. And they shall know us by, by, by your love. And, and, yep.
1: and by your love.
0: Right. And I don't think people saw that necessarily necessarily. Um, Within, within the within the discussion, the discourse of politics and yeah. Christianity this year. It's like they
1: put politics in a whole other box. they like, that that don't have nothing to do with this.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately. It's, yeah. it's, it's been crazy. But let us know in the comments, what was your kind of looking back at? What was kind of the craziest thing you've heard or seen? We talked about Paula White. We talked about uh, Kenneth Copeland. But maybe what's even the most impactful thing that you saw right. there? The election cycle that you know made you take a moment to pause, or you know, for good or for bad. So let us know in the comments uh, your thoughts on the election cycle this year that, or this in twenty twenty that's still going on this year in twenty twenty one. Won't stop. will stop. <laughs> Won't stop.
1: But you know what was interesting to me, like, and again, I, I truly believe that God will reveal Himself in in these situations, and sometimes it's God, not necessarily that God reveals Himself, is that we. Reveal God in this situation because God mm-hmm. is always there, right? Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's 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 our neglectfulness that that doesn't allow His presence to like work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, you know, had none of this happen. Like when when I, when I read through um, like Ephesians four, mm-hmm. like I don't know if I would have contextually saw that and was like, because I mean, you read the Bible and it's like I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I've been through Ephesians. Mm-hmm. But but then when I read read it and I was like, yo, like it's like fortune telling.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, the, the Bible has life, man, and as it's, it's always relevant for for today and tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> but you know we were talking about polarizing you know issues, and I think looking at COVID, looking at the uh, election cycle, looking at the social injustice all these things were kind of dividing us, right? And I think one example where it came to the head was the uh, kidnapping of the of the governor or the attempted kidnapping, I should say. Yes. And
1: it's like how crazy, like, and, and again, right? It's like all these things were separate, but it also kind of pointed back to, because those people who were involved were like hyper right-wing people who are Christians, right?
0: and it's like uh, it
1: be, yes. most of them right and it's kind of like like yo like how does this like where is your that that part where it's like christianity should be about love so even when i talk to people um at work or if i'm talking to people that are friends of mine and i will pull back any type of um legalistic talk about christianity and be like no no no, no. nope christianity like if you if we're going to talk about christianity we're going to talk about love Mhm. Um and it's 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 a different conversation. And if I guarantee you if if anybody was was to talk to someone about Christianity and we again God showed us this example, Jesus showed us this example. If you lead with love, you will get a different response from somebody. Because like how can someone turn down love?
0: Right. And you know, we talk about witnessing this uh, plot, this plot to kidnap the governor was not a, yeah. a good example of witnessing, and it's not a good example of you know this discourse, this uh, conversation, like what we're having. We don't always agree on topics. I'm not going to come to your house and be like, I'm kidnap- going right. <laughs> to kidnap you. So I'll tie your dog up until, right. you, until you agree with me. Like what? That is foolish. People were so were so polarized, and for me, the first time I really saw this at least in, in my life as an as an adult, would be the Mitt Romney and Obama election. Because for me, like, I was like, this is hands down, Obama, you know, got it. But then when you look back, it, it wasn't as close as this election, but it was close. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I realized, I was like, oh, like, huh, there are other people who have other views and it's not just like one person, right? Like, I think we kind of, we kind of tend to, like you said, we want to hear... You wanted to hear the other side. That's why you have discourse. But I think people, especially like in the comment section and stuff like that, not not in our group, of course, but yeah. in other in other videos, people want to hear an echo of their of their beliefs and philosophies. And it took for me that elections when I started really to realize that, oh, there's you know, this 30%, 40%, whatever number of the population that strongly believes kind of opposite of what I, it's like, why, why is there this big divide? What's, what are they seeing? What's their perspective? And it's not necessarily to agree with their perspective, but it's to understand and to not have create this hostility where it's like those Democrats over there are mm-hmm. whatever word you want to use. And it's like, where's the, where's the the Christianity and all of this, you know, if, mm-hmm. if we're all supposed to go to heaven, right? Like we're all, we're all supposed to be Christians. It can't be like, you know what? Those Baptists over there Nah man, they're in a separate section of heaven, they're not in my heaven.
1: <laughs> and it's like, yo, yeah, bro. And I mean, I think to 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 and they they felt righteous in their mission, right? And they felt like they were v- validated in their concerns to the point where, you know, they were willing to, you know, and they exercised it, right? And and ran out the and part of those people who were there were also protesting it. The, the mass mandates mm-hmm. and and the um and the 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 stay-at-home orders and it was, it's like and at the same time they were you know protesting against the tyranny of michigan right. meanwhile people people are protesting brianna taylor and Ahmaud aubrey and like they were those people were riots right and it's like
0: Right, and it's like it says is the division, and you know, a question I want to pose to to the listeners, watch watching, is what is it that, how can I phrase? What is it that is that is a trigger for you in that sense where it becomes a a stance? Or what what issue do you find yourself arguing with other people within the church? What is that issue where it's like, man, someone brings it up and they're not on my side, I'm ready to go in their throat. And be honest, I want to know like what is that for yeah. some people? For some people, it's music. For some people, it's vegetarianism. For some people, it's you know race. I'm I'm curious to see what are those you know kind of triggers. And maybe during the course of uh, this year's show, we can try to bring in some of those topics, yeah. get opposing views, so that we can have a a discourse. Because the thing is, uh, one of the one of the things that, that I've kept in mind that my my dad used to say is this. salvation issue is this going to prevent me from going to heaven if they don't agree or if i don't agree with this particular thing is this some biblically sound issue where it's going to create a a problem with my relationship with god and if it isn't maybe i should care just a little bit
1: less (laughs) well it's not even about caring a little bit less but again it's really about like am i presenting you right, know, right. Yeah. Am I, am I leading with love in this situation when I disagree with them? Right. Because yeah. even when people get on the topic of abortion and, and homosexuality, and I've said this before, I think what's probably going to happen more than likely is that those same people that you were condemning will be in heaven. And it's very likely that the people who were condemning them won't.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the biggest and you never know what God can do in a person's life i mean you look at like the big example paul was at the stoning of stephen but paul and stephen are both gonna be in heaven like that's gonna be like it's gonna be like yo jesus let me holler you right quick wait 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 wait, wait. Wait, we gotta talk about this one sidebar sidebar i need to holler right but
1: i mean but again it's kind of like jesus died for gretchen whitmer she died yeah. for, Don, and he died for Donald Trump. Right. And it's like, like, exactly, but, yeah. but people would, would lead you to think and believe that one of them isn't, isn't, isn't righteous enough to receive that love. Come on, man, get out of here. Yeah.
0: Foolish. Foolish. Get out of
1: here. Love don't, <laughs> love don't work that way.
0: Yeah. So love in the comments or your thoughts on it, what you've seen and reflected through this kind of polarizing year with COVID, the elections, the social injustice, all that—there's been so many topics that have, that have divided people. I'm curious to hear what's the ones that stood out to you yeah. for any party.
1: Yeah, and if you disagree with us, we want to hear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that 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 helps uh, when, when we when we listen to other people's perspectives. Um, that's the thing that helps us grow as a society, right? It doesn't necessarily mean I have to agree with you, but you know, I should listen. Right. You know, and I mean, I mean, no matter what it is, like, I'll, you know, it's a crazy dude at work, man. I will right. listen to this guy and my my colleague will be like, I don't know why you even listen to him. Like, mm-hmm. why you even talk to him? Like, because I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. Right. He is. It definitely sounds ignorant. You know, when he says stuff like um, COVID started with Obama. <laughs> but, but you know what? He 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 obtained that point of view from somewhere. And if we can talk and 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 you know, and then I don't talk to people to change them. But I'm like, really? Is that what you believe? Like I wanna know.
0: That is what people believe. It really Unfortunately. Is. Unfortunately it
1: is
0: what <laughs> oh, um,
1: what <laughs> And then and then, you know, we, we talked about so much, man. Um, you know, uh and then, you know, just to round it out twenty twenty being twenty twenty, man, we had a bomb in the building.
0: I couldn't believe that it was Christmas Day, right? We're supposed to be like, oh man, a kind of a breath of fresh air, some joy, everything that we, you know, everyone's gone through in 2020, and even Christmas itself already, before even the backdrop of Christmas, right? Like normally, I go home to the East Coast, see all my family, see Lovely's mom. Couldn't do any of that because of COVID. You didn't even get all the, you know, all the things, you know, that I uh, that I was expecting in the mail because of COVID. And stuff that I was even shipping to other people couldn't get it because of COVID. And if that wasn't enough, there was a bomb. <laughs> there was a bomb. <laughs> and
1: I was just like, yo, like, for real? And I mean, I think the, the thing that was most surprising is that a lot of people's responses was like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's 2020. It's like, why wouldn't there be a bomb?
0: On Christmas? Like, yeah,
1: exactly. Like that. I mean, that's just the cherry on top right there.
0: Right. And it, it was so it was such a bizarre, bizarre thing, right? Like, all of you know, all, all or if the listeners, you know, all the details, because it was a very surprising thing to hear Chris Moore. I know the first time I was like, what, a bomb? Oh. But there, you know, this man, this 60 uh, something, you know, man was uh, <laughs> building bombs in his R- RV. And it been, apparently, it'd been up to, doing this for like the last year mm-hmm. and his girlfriend had told the police in August. She told her in August. That this that this was what was happening. But you know, nothing, unfortunately nothing happened. until so fast forward to Christmas, and you you know, this the same guy does this bomb um in Tennessee.
1: Nashville, yeah, yeah downtown Nashville. Um it was like early in the morning um and they had he had, he had like a loudspeaker and yeah. announced, announced like, you got 15 minutes before the bomb goes off and did like a countdown. It was like- Yeah, he did. Less
0: is more. And it's uh it was a, a surprise. It was really weird, right? For him to do a countdown, but, and still set out the bomb, right? right. He wanted people to leave, but he still wanted to do this bomb. And it's like, for what purpose? Yeah. And- I, I think uh, to this point of the airing of this show, I don't think it's clear exactly why he no. did yeah. it.
1: Yeah, they don't have, and I was, that was the last article I read, which was like, um, you know, we'll never know what his motives were, why he did it. And it's like, yo, like, again, 2020, man. You know, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, and I, I mean, the blessing, um, and, and and it's still not clear if he was in it or not.
0: It um, seems like they, they, they think to... that he was. Yeah.
1: But um, I mean he he took like that bomb took out a, a city block. Like forty, I think they say like forty buildings were just right. des- like destroyed. Um, and it was like so I don't think there's any evidence. Um, but I think they're just going off of like their assumption of a uh, how it played out that he was in the vehicle at the time of the explosion.
0: But you know, I think the it's such a. This year was such a, and even this story was such a. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a metaphor or, or a case study, if you were will, or even a just a microscopic look at the great controversy, right? Because when you think about it, you know everyone's always like, you know, all these bad things are happening. You know, where is God? And it's like given even with this bombing this bomb this terrible thing happens on christmas morning but the flip side is that nobody is hurt right this bomb goes off over 40 buildings are affected but nobody is actually hurt um and when you look at sin and you see even tragedies where people are hurt it's like this terrible thing that's going on this COVID, this bombing this whatever this situation that's going on that god is in control of it's like he's minimizing the damage that could be done right and it's hard to accept when you're you know deeply impacted by it and it's hard to understand that this really is the best way but it's like one of those things where we see at least for me where i see i'll say that it goes back to sin running its course seeing how truly bad it is so you can make that clear distinction that i don't want anything to do with this life that's not with god you know i don't want to choose any other part of it i just want god because that is truly the best way and it's like everything has to you know play out everyone has to make that 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 decision so this thing's you know being contained as much as it can but it still has Mm -hmm. to have that room to to grow so you can see no that's bad right if it was just you know we saw these you know little small things. Then maybe people are like, oh, it's not so bad. I'm good. But it's like when you see it on these these massive scales, when you see all these these terrible things, instead of looking and blaming God, it's then that's the hard part. We have to look and say, this is sin. This is the work of the devil. Right. Right. And this is why I don't want to serve him. And it's it's tough to have that clarity in those moments. But looking back at 2020 today, I think we can take a moment to really contemplate that and see, you know, this was how 2020 was. And uh, I think when you and I were talking about there's that commercial match where it's the devil in 2020 is like a match made. And it's like, you know, it's it's kind of funny, but it's like, it's true, true, right? It's his ideal year, right? Do as much mayhem and chaos and tragedy hurt people and harm people and do everything to shake their relationship with God. But Jesus, right? <laughs> Jesus is still there. He's still waiting to to return. And that's the hope that we all have, is is in that. And we can't lose sight of that. It's not the hope of 2021. It's the hope of him coming again. So
1: Yeah, when I think about 2020, man, I think about um uh I, I think about the the same thing, right? I think 2020, I think we don't do enough um to give Satan his credit where credit is due. Right. Um, and we are super quick to say why God. And instead of instead of saying like, you know, Satan, right? Because the fact that we're still we're able to even say why God shows like there's a blessing, right? Because whatever happened could have taken you out. Right. And and there you we see it all the time where people are faced with, you know, trauma trauma and tragedy and all kinds of things. And they don't make it out of those situations. It's very Um, true, and so the the very fact that you're able to say why God, it's almost like you don't take the take the statement further to say like why God, you know, is Satan doing this to me, right? Right,
0: right, right. It's just like why
1: God, and we stop there. Um, And absolutely, man. And I think when I think about 2020, I think about um, you know all of this has been uh, a, a moment where the Bible is kind of revealing everything right where it's kind of like it's that conversation between satan and god where he said have you considered my say my servant job
0: yeah and i think that's the again one of the complexities of, of life because i mean look at Job. that's a terrible tragic story like he lost his kids and you know although he gets you know new kids and or additional kids and you know his money back even more he still has that big loss that he, you know, he mm-hmm. doesn't receive. And, and, you know, at least in this life, and won't see it until, you know, Jesus comes back. And it's, uh, it's a tough to swallow, I think. And it's tough when you really get down to it. I think it can be tough to, to see, but I think this was again, one of those years where it kind of makes, kind of makes Christianity real, right? Because everyone's yeah. a crazy thing and people are wanting, needing a hope to see, What's uh, what's going on? Sorry, my dog's over here acting. acting <laughs>
1: yeah, here. I, yeah, I absolutely agree with you, man. And I think, um, and I think that's a that's the 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 like the period to it all, right? It's like Christianity made real because it was kind of like Satan came through. Was like, I'm gonna take everything. I'm going right. to take away your churches. I'm going to take away your your relationships. I'm going to take away your ability to see people's faces. <laughs> right. Right. But it was like, I, you know, and it's like, take, 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 take and be like, yeah. And then it's kind of like that 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 moment of, it's like the Grinch who stole Christmas, right? And then it's like, right. they there way back. And it's like, yeah, look, they're they, they not going to praise. And then it's kind of like, wait, they they still have a church service?
0: That's right. true. They, no, that's they still...
1: Never- And it's like, yo, like this, you know, the church, Christianity, um, you know, we have an opportunity now. And I think hopefully, like you said, like it's been shaken enough up enough for people, like, all right, like where they're motivated, like, all right, what do we do next? Like, what's next? Like, I know I'm kind of in that mode, like, all right, like, what, like, what are we going to do next? Like, where are we going from here? Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I'm in that, that same space as where to where do we go from here and I think kind of transitioning or related to that <laughs> where do we go from here and I think we did that dispatch year in creating the Sabbath morning show not dispatch that was no bad but I think that was kind of the where do we go from here we're in the midst of this this uh chaos yeah you know, like we'd be together out of you know a joke a little bit but we created something, a platform where we could speak on these topics and, and witness to other people and share our faith and share our struggles or, you know, to share our, you know, topics that were of interest to not just us, but I think to, uh, you know, people, our, our listeners and to interview people that I think uh, are interesting to have stories that people want to hear. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the blessings to come out of uh, 2020. And something I'm looking forward to next year is taking the show, you know, it's to the next level and being able to, to do more with this platform that we both uh, have and hear from you guys as listeners and viewers and get your comments, your feedbacks, your shares, your likes, and to, you know, build this community where we're able to interact and uh, have these conversations where we may agree or we may not agree. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Couldn't say it better myself, sir couldn't say I mean we I mean I think
0: um
1: and I think the question I think is that right it's kind of like the what next question Mm
0: -hmm. and I think
1: I think if more people ask that question I think a lot of people don't I got a friend of mine who who says that she won't talk to me about her goals because (laughs) if she does it makes it real Mm. right and it's kind of like that that it's a fear response right it's kind of like um like if I talk to you about it then Next thing I know, you might be asking me about it or like, <laughs> hey, like, what's what's up with this? Like, and that happened to me. Like, one of the ideas that I wanted to do this year um, was I wanted to take out a billboard. Mm. Um, and I researched it. I called the billboard, the ad the ad company to do it. I had the materials, like, kind of laid out. I kind of knew what I wanted. Um, and it didn't, you know, life just happened, right? I feel like it was like one of the other things, like the Satan is good at distracting us. And so I'm like... There was like distraction after distraction after distraction. But I told somebody, and that one person I told, like every time i talked talk I was like, hey, like I really liked your idea about the billboard. Like, did you ever get it off the ground? Like, uh-huh. hey, like when are you gonna do it? Like, hey, and it was like, and then ultimately it was kind of like, no, I I you know, I know I said I wanted to, and I did all these other things, it didn't work out that way. Um uh-huh. but I mean that was right before we started doing this. And so it was like, but like this is what I was able to do. Um, and I mean, and even, even then, like, I think part of the thing that we need to remember too, um, the scripture I've been running back to this week is, um, the, where is it? I got to pull it up. Amplified brother. <laughs> Amplified. Uh, that's a, that's a plug for the Amplified. Get you an Amplified Bible, a parallel Amplified, um, uh, third, uh, third John, uh, verse uh, third John uh one two mm-hmm. right beloved I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically just as I know your soul prospers spiritually mm. spiritually there you go right? and so yeah so I mean so what's next um'm you know for us to prosper physically and spiritually um and even though we are not together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or we remain apart, we can still be together.
0: Yeah, man, and I, I think that's a that's a good place to end in today's show. Absolutely. That verse, that scripture, that's that's good. And then we hope that all of our listeners, whether you listen to it on on today on January second or on another day, we hope that 2021 is a year where you are able to prosper, physically, spiritually mentally, emotionally, in all areas of your life. We pray that we're playing a part in that and helping you to grow, helping you to get to the next level. And um, we are excited, anxious, but excited to see what God's going to do in 2021. But we, in the end, we keep our faith and, and our hope in God. Absolutely. Absolutely. We just
1: hope that uh, 2021 ain't a uh... 2020's big brother right the sequel <laughs> <laughs> you be like you know what that means now the 20s just got legal so they can do whatever they want exactly Y'all, we ain't trying for that but definitely you know we definitely want to keep our faith in jesus christ and and we'll keep keep um i think even some of the stuff we already talked about was like even shifting more towards discussions um, here, um, both between us and, and with our guests, um, so that we can continue to present um, something in some form or fashion that will help us all to remember to not fear the bad news.
0: Keep our heart and mind focused on God <laughs> and always trust in the Lord. All right. I'm Chuck and that's Zig. This has been the Sabbath Morning Show.
1: Welcome to 2021
0: uh <laughs>